All right, we're sitting down with the legend. That's what you told me to call you. That's who you are. I'm, I'm not. F- I've finally made it. You have. This is my fourth Super Bowl <laughs> in broadcasting, and I finally made it on the Huff Uncensored. Come on, bro. What did I have to do? Look, Mom, uh, we made it. You paid me very well. <laughs> <laughs> Handsomely, which I always wonder, how handsome is a payment? Like, what's a handsome payment? For me? Yeah. Uh, $20. $20? No <laughs> way. $20. Don't, hey, don't talk like that uh, on the strip. Someone's going to have you doing something for $20. It's going to regret later. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Hey, you're Ryan the one. Harris. You told me it's uncensored. Son of a bitch. I know you. I know you, man. I just want to say, I continue to say you have one of the best voices in broadcasting. I'm so happy for you how successful you've made every change recently and it's just man it's so fun to be with you here Scott. I, dude i appreciate that the last time i saw you was in la at the super bowl uh radio row yeah and you said this to me i'll always remember it you're like i like i like what you do because you cuss yeah yeah just like me i'm the only one it's it's weird because so many people are they act like it's such this i don't want to let people know that I say fuck. Well, you, it's a you're breaking a social contract when you swear. It's a great book actually called Verbal Warfare, and one of the oaths that we make to each other as fellow human beings, especially in American culture, is that we won't swear. Mm-hmm. That if you're swearing, you're showing a a lack of uh, control in your emotion. I mean, this goes back. They got all these studies and things like that. So. I mean, everybody says the F word, but nobody says it more than football players. I guarantee that. Oh, my goodness. I can, I can only imagine. What do you got going on right now? What's going on so with you? So I'll be doing the Sunday post game for CBS on their digital side for the uh, Super Bowl post game show. I do CBS hits uh, three times a week, and I do Westwood One broadcast. I do uh, all the Notre Dame football broadcasts. And then I even uh, do some appearances, did appearance on NFL Network for great, uh, Good Morning Football. And I'm a corporate speaker. And then I'm a father of three, a husband of one, you know? Are you still in Denver? Yeah, man. See, you won't even come over. What's that? You don't, you don't go to your black friend's houses? Is that what it oh is? Oh, my God. You only invite us to yours, but you can't come to mine? <laughs> is that where you draw the line? You thought you could weave the needle what? right there? Wow, you just threw a race card at me. I just didn't know why you ain't been over to the house. If Maybe you had like a category or something. Dude, bro, you just have to invite me. <laughs> I've, been, I've been over to Alfred's a long time ago, Al, wherever yeah. the hell he's at. He made some good uh, gumbo when I went over uh, there. I'm not cooking for you. You I, don't? I, no. no. I'm going to order it in for us. What do you? Okay, what's your meal of choice? Man, now getting me a nice little Caesar salad with a little chicken breast, you know? Yep. And, yeah, because uh, you're lean. I'm trying, man. Speedo season's three months out. Come on, huh? <laughs> you rocking the pe- is Dude, I've got a green Speedo with a black leprechaun that I've been waiting to wear. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to fuck them up, man. It's going <laughs> to fuck them up. I can't wait. That's gonna, watch out. That's going to blow up Instagram and the, all the all the social medias. Here it comes right here <laughs> with a little leprechaun coming When you out. see the caramel body and a black leprechaun on a green speedo, that's something your mind's never seen before. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, now I can't get that out of my head. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from that, Ryan. Jesus, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I'm so excited for you because it's nice to see when athletes – when when the game's over yeah and you move on you move forward the big thing i always say at the end of every episode is let's keep moving forward you're continuing to move forward you're not 
stagnant and you're yeah. not taking steps backwards. It's, and it's not an easy road for anybody. No. But what do you? where do you see yourself next? I mean, I, are you just going to try to live in what's going on now? Or what do you got? Well, you know, for me, I got a ton of appreciation for the moment. And the average life expectancy of an offensive lineman is 52 and a half. I'm 38 years old, so I'm running out of time. And I do know the stories, and I hope that I do break the trend. And what I'm doing is everything I, everything I want to do, I love broadcasting because I can humanize and educate people about the game they love, right? Yep. And I love to bring that humor. And I love to use my PhD in fo applied football mechanics and theory from Manning University. You know, I mean, I know how to win. And it's fun to show people that and relate it to people in their own lives. And I also love being a dad. Like, I love being home and doing pickup and doing drop-off and making breakfast. And I got a little secret to my pancakes that my kids love. And it just fills me up inside. So, you know, uh, I, I am very direct at what I am doing when I am doing it and I want to be great at the things I'm doing and right now that's broadcasting parenting and and uh being a husband how old are your kids 10 9 and 5 oh wow yeah we do need to get the families together. dude my daughter just turned nine okay my, my son's 10 going on 11 yeah and there's day you know there's days where it's a handful oh my god and uh the the stuff that they I blame the school system and their their friends. <laughs> no, not nothing me. for you, right? Not, nothing. Well, now let me ask you this: they they say the first daughter's the father. So how is your daughter like you? Oh, really? Yeah, she's a lot like my wife. She's very. Are you like your wife then too? Uh, we're we're very similar. She has a beard. She does. <laughs> she keeps it well trimmed. <laughs> She is still quite the looker. She's Good gonna, for you. Dude, Ryan, Good for you. she listens to this, and she's going to be like, what? This is my favorite interview <laughs> I've ever done on, on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, so funny. That's sad. That's sad. No. To be honest. How could, it, how could it be? I saw Dwayne Johnson out here earlier. So I'm a big rock fan. Uh, I'll tie it to Super Bowl 50 for you. Okay. So I grew up, I mean. Can you smell, you know, I'm right. I'm with him, you know. Yeah. And I was too, you know, we didn't have no money, so anytime it switched over to pay-per-view, we couldn't watch it, right? Yeah. After we win the Super Bowl, my buddy goes, hey, we're going to WrestleMania. It's the only thing you can do after winning a Super Bowl. I said, sounds right. Let's do it. Sure. We get out there. All of a sudden, they name, kind of like they did with this new WrestleMania, right? They name, hey, The Rock's going to be in attendance. Well, why would they say he's going to be? Is he going to get in the ring? He comes out, the place goes nuts. <laughs> Finally, The Rock has come back to Dallas. You know, he's screaming. People are going nuts. Steve Austin comes out. They do a tag team match. They're throwing beers. It's the coolest thing you've ever fucking seen. So you're a, a wrestling geek then. I mean, I, I enjoy the sport. And I, I did wrestle in high school, hold you know. On. Don't you make me come. I will slam you on this table hold, right now. Hold on. It's Don't you do it. You know what I'm going to say. Don't you do it. They're athletic. Okay. It's not a sport because <laughs> it's predetermined. Listen, right? listen. There, the only rule to something being a sport is can you put a beverage in one hand and play the sport? If you can do it, it's not a sport. Pickleball, bye. Fun to play, not a sport. Okay? <laughs> Golf, a sport. Softball, a sport. Right? Wrestling is a sport, and it's amazing. You are the so athletic. And, and you know what? I'll give you credit for calling them athletes because they are. They're incredibly athletic, and you know what? It's not fake. It's choreographed. To great, to quote the great Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, who, by the way, when I met him to Huff, you know what he said? I said, "Oh, I said, I said, Rick, Mr. Flair, sir, so great to meet you." He goes, "Please, 
Call me Rick. That's cool. You know who introduced us? Champ Bailey. Really? At Notre Dame playing Georgia, uh, right there by the bushes. I see Champ. I'm like, Champ, what's up, man? He goes, hey, come meet my friend. He points to Ric Flair. Oh, no way. So cool. I think that's cool because I – how old are you? 38. So me growing up, I grew up in the era of the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Uh, who else? The Bushwhackers. <laughs> I've tried to think yeah. of all those guys, and it's funny because as much as I, I can't wrap my mind around what it is now, I haven't really paid attention to it. Yeah. But if I met one of those dudes, I think I would fanboy out. I tell you what, it's it's it, it, and it's just a fun thing, right? I, I wrestled in high school and just wrestling all over, especially in Minnesota. But man, to be on that stage and and really to do what they do in terms of like the pros here in the NFL, you're gonna go through. You're going to be in barnstorms and things like that. My kids now, we watch, um, it's called uh, Big Little Brawlers, a show on Discovery. They have uh, micro wrestling. And so it's just fun to see that, that, that skill. And I don't care if you play sports, if you're wrestling, if you're, you know, playing pickleball, but anybody who works at a skill, you got to respect that. And, and I love seeing it at a high level. Do you think, okay, do you think you could be a competitive curler? I do not like the cold. I do know it's harder than it looks. Yes. Yes, I could be a professional. I'm, I'm one of the best athletes you've ever met. Yeah, I've got the best hand-eye coordination out of most of the people you've ever met in your life. Real? No, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Come I'm on. not gonna argue. Now, that. my wife would contest that I don't know what a broom or a squeegee looks like, but <laughs> she's not here, so we won't uh, let that stand. I think. I think, and it's just me being a dick, is I think I think give me six months of hardcore training curling and I could be Olympic level. But see, I've had four back surgeries. You got to, you got, I mean, what are you doing? Like, what's the form? Is that a lunge? Is it a full lunge? Is it a reverse lunge? It's weird. You know, you like. You have weird muscles that are going to be sore. And why are they yelling at each other? They're right next to each other. It's just, you know, it's not that intense. It's literally slowly moving down. The I know. Ice and they're screaming at each other. I, I went to the championships in Denver last, I think it was last year around this time. And Jared Allen, former NFL star, he converted to curling. Mm. And it was fascinating the amount of yelling that goes on for curling. And, and they're it, right next to each other. I know. It, it's bizarre. But it, it is, it's one of those sports where when it's on TV, I can't help but watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, anyway. That's more about being a dad, though, now, right? If you get 30 minutes to watch something, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's funny because you're exactly right because the crap that my kids, if when they're watching TV, it's like Henry Danger. Yeah, or, Spy Kids or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And they'll watch the same shit over and over Like again. we used to do. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I think yeah. about it. I used to watch, like, what was it, X-Men, the cartoon. Yeah. And then Thundercats. Did you ever watch Thundercats? I was a Thundercats. I was a Rugrats guy. I liked Rugrats. And then later on in life, Jamie Foxx show, you know, Fresh Prince. Uh, watched a lot of Aladdin back in the day. Watched that thing on repeat. One of my favorites. Did you ever watch? Wow, taking us down a rabbit hole. Did you ever watch In Living Color? What? I love that show. I, people still will say, uh, Jim Carrey from uh, Ace Ventura, right? I'm like, no, he's the fireman. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, freaking hilarious. Okay. Uh, that show, by the way, could not air today. No. Could God, not air. No. If you ever look up any of those old episodes, could not air today. Any episode, just pick one. Does not fly. 
<laughs> Ten minutes in, the dump button's getting hit. Right. You're getting the, the dee, we're going to scheduled programming. I am offended by all of this. All of it. <laughs> oh, every word. Uh, Ryan Harris, do you still uh, – Stay connected with your former offensive lineman. Oh yeah, we uh, we we text each other every year on our anniversary. Um, actually, there's about six of us from the Super Bowl Fifty team here today. Um, actually, bumped into each other last night too. I mean, it's that's the. There's so many great things about winning the Super Bowl. The best thing is being a part of a team. And, I mean, I saw. Brandon Marshall and uh, Omar Bolden, and, you know, we didn't even know we were going to see each other. Handshakes and hugs. How are you doing? How's the kids? How's the family? And just, and then we don't talk to each other for about 10 minutes, then we come back to it, you know, because there's, that love doesn't go anywhere. That, that knowledge that your teammates willing to sacrifice for you and will do whatever it takes to win, you don't have enough of that in this world, and we can all do, that, do more of that in our life to encourage others and sacrifice for others. Absolutely, and it's me coming from the media world you definitely don't have that at times but when you have those employees that are tight like when I was with Schlereth and Evans yeah and, but he's that he has that mentality just like you do Schlereth does yeah where it's we're a team it's that once you win that you find out that's the only way to do it I can't win trying to be my best and get my all that stuff and not care about you it, I'm, we're only going to get so far because right. whether you'll admit it or not at some point, you're going to have to do something for me, and you're not going to do it because I'm, a, you know, I didn't help you out. I'm not helping you out. I'm not a teammate. And so once you realize everybody's on your team, you win. And that's why I love the fact that my kids are getting into sports. Yes. My son is in love with baseball right now. Yeah. And he was like this lump of clay <laughs> this last uh, summer. He never played sports or never played baseball, and he had amazing coaches which you know that's so critical yes. for a kid, and they really worked with him. He ended up uh, – I, I say this a lot, and people make fun of me for it, but I'm so proud of him. In the championship games, he he was six for six and had four RBI. Come on. He never picked up a bat before that season. Yeah. He never wanted to play catch. He just decided because his friend was playing to do it, and it's just like – that's awesome. That's sport. I love it. And my daughter's playing volleyball right now, and she's itty-bitty. She's the smallest on the team, but she goes out there, and she tries her fucking best, and it's so awesome. And I think so many people could benefit. I'm not saying you have to go try to be professional. Right. But just go out there and play and rely on your teammates. Play a team sport. Or, or go suck. Right. Go, go yes. be the worst player on the team. You know, I get parents all the time. They ask me, they say, look, my son, you know, what can I do for my son to be elite? I said, give him a break. You know, one of my neighbors, she came up, she, and we live up north in Denver, and she said, my son, he, he got into elite, the elite hockey league. I'm about to drive to Littleton. It's about 45 minutes away. I'm about to drive there three times a week. It's 1800 a month without the cost of tournaments. I said, this young man needs a break. How old is he again? She said, 11. There are no elite 11-year-olds. They do not exist, right? They, what, what you need to, to do is have fun. And I say that from, uh, uh, from the perspective of 30% of my teammates, even at Notre Dame, were done playing football when they showed up because they hated the sport, were forced to play it, and their parents got more out of it than they did. And those looks on the field, when you look at your opponent and he doesn't want to be there, you feel bad for him. And it doesn't stop you from doing what you got to do. But you can avoid that. Let your kids have fun. Let them explore all kinds of sports. And every athlete who is a professional will tell you that. Words of wisdom. Guys, 
I got I got a lot of parents that listen, and that's that's huge. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because it's huge. Because we we all want to push our kids to be great. They yeah. want them to be better than us. But sometimes you just gotta step, yeah. step back and go, okay. Does he really or does she really Pey- want to be doing this? Peyton Manning didn't start playing tackle football till 14. Tom Brady, Roger Federer, I don't think played until he was 14 in tennis. I mean, give kids time, and um, and it's something that that really will help everybody. It'll help everybody. And by the way, if you want your kid to be a doctor, are you sending them to pre-med classes at eight. You know what I mean? Is, I are, did. Uh, you I did? did. Okay. Yeah. Is, there, is there an elite 11-year-old pre-med course that you can take your, your kids? I mean, nothing like that. But it's like with sports. Oh, they gotta. They got to go right now. We need the elite 9-year-olds, 10-year-olds. I mean, they're done being elite by 20, man. Do you want to be elite at 25 or 15? That's no, the question. What's gonna, wrong with people? You gotta burn, you're going to burn out your kids. Oh. But that being said, my son is, yeah, he's in hardcore training to be a medical doctor. <laughs> I was like, listen, okay. You got him at the Harvard summer uh, <laughs> seminar. I was like, daddy needs a break, okay? So go be smart and earn some money. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Uh, Ryan Harris, how do people follow you on social media? At Ryan Harris underscore 68 on Instagram. Check out my podcast, Gridiron and Growth. Got to have you on sometime. Uh, I think we beep out the swears, though, but more because I like the sound of the beep when people swear. It is kind of I love funny. it. I love it. We used to do that at the old radio station. And it would still piss off the management. Yeah. Like I'm not, we're not saying it. Yeah. Or sometimes we just add bleeps. Yeah. To miscellaneous things. Well, what we did is we did a segment called unnecessary bleeps. So we took something that we said, and then we just put beeps in it. That so you know management knew there weren't square words, but it sounded so great. I mean, it's one of the best so skits funny. you can do. You do that with like. Uh, a head coach or something be like whoa he's yeah he's, whoa he's saucy did you hear him today i mean the things we could let you hear <laughs> ryan harris thank you so much for swinging by continued success uh, i truly appreciate you i'm very proud of what you're doing and thank you sir just keep kicking butt and taking names well i've been fortunate to be around great people like you i love you it's an honor to be on your podcast awesome